This is Sean Sport in podcast form. Okay, we're on. We're going to talk about sport. We're just talking about. Eat. I just mentioned the Nathan egg sandwiches, the cost of oh, egg yeah. sandwiches, yes. like that, because he because we're flying out today. Yeah, and that's so why you have we, to eat. Yeah, so when I leave an airport, I buy a egg sandwich for my trip mm. over, and then on my back, it's a ham and cheese croissant, and that mm. means that the plane won't crash. Mm. That's the All only right. thing keeping us in the air. It's crazy, isn't it? Scientists mm. should study that. I know, really. It's, I well, thought aerodynamics, but no. Well, Novak Djokovic, once he leaves um, France and he heads over to Wimbledon, which is the next stop on the course, yes. he's got 2.3 million euros to be able to spend on egg sandwiches at the airport. Well, he'll be able couple. to buy one. <laughs> That's one, Sean. That's minus tax, of course. 23 uh, uh, championship titles now for mm. the great man, and he's going to win another one, it seems like. Mm. He's 36 years of age, and he's the oldest champ. He knocked off uh, Rafael Nadal's title as being the oldest yeah. champ. And I mean, the next big thing they're saying is Carlos Alcaraz, but he took care of him pretty easily in the semi-final. Now, um, unbelievably so he, he surprised may, He may well be the next big thing, but not for a while. So yeah. there's no more um, argument about the greatest of all time, isn't there? That he, mm. he there, is. there can't be, no. I there know. can't be. He, and, he is. And, you know, a lot of people like me can't go past Roger, but no. he is. He's definitely, and he's going to win another yeah, one, the probably. Yeah, the stats are on the board. And then there's going to be daylight between him and the other two mm. who have been amazing. So I thought Carlos, Carlos Alcaraz, he's the young gun coming up, and, mm. and particularly on clay, was just going mm. to be the guy that will not be beaten like Rafa. And you're right, Nat, he just took, took care, care of, of him easily. So, yeah. Is this, new guy, is this new guy a nice guy? Do we like him? He, I mean, uh, he hasn't done, done a lot in the media at okay. the moment. Um, I guess over time we'll get to know him. But I didn't. I don't think I liked Rafael Nadal early days. I thought yeah, he was true. really hardcore. Yeah. You never got to hear from him. It's very him. intense. Yeah. Very intense. And the one bicep bigger than the other it always mm. kind of put me off. Mm. Um, but in the end, he won't be a real problem around. with biceps. Jonathan LaPaglia, <laughs> yes. who we interviewed Never for Survivor forget. one day, Sean desperately needed to ask him what was wrong with his arms. Because it had looked like he'd he'd ripped a you know the bicep tendon out when that happens and mm. then you've got to restitch it on mm. and your yeah. bicep ends yeah. up being like yeah. a picture so, of a tennis ball closer to your armpit. Sean asked him about oh what happened to your arm and he said nothing. Yeah, how insulting Why are you is that? Asking? How insulting that someone looking at you and then there's nothing wrong with you and then they're going. Oh, what's wrong with you? What's gone hideously <laughs> wrong with you? That was so funny. <laughs> Actually, people ask me that a lot. <laughs> so I know how it feels. Um, Australia won the World Test Championships. They were fantastic yeah, we did. against India. $1.6 million they walk away US to be able to split mm. amongst the team. Wow. So if you finish down the bottom in the World Test rankings, uh, you get $100,000 and it kind of works its way up. Yeah, right. To there, so the Aussies get 1.6, and now they move Those on to the, the Ashes. Mm. Yeah, they're all well paid, aren't they? Yeah. Gee, they're doing pretty well. But you're the best 11 in Australia. That's uh, pretty good going with all the people playing cricket. Would, and you rather, West... would you rather marry a cricketer or a football player? Go. I think, I think a cricketer. Because you get to travel. I know, but the games are so boring. And know, also, but, but you it's just... like it never ends because it's year round. Whereas with football, at least there is an off season where you can go away together and. Enjoy yourselves. I know the lot, but yeah. Then from uh, I don't know from a partner's perspective, you're like longevity. I get to travel. Is the longevity a good thing or a bad thing? All right, here's a question. Here's a question. Like if you have if you, have if you have kids, you are yeah. you can't travel yeah. as easily. Okay, I just want to know um, financially, who are we going to be better off with? Oh, way better in the cricket. Well, yeah, because well, it's international and there's Indian money oh, up for grabs oh with the IPL. Oh, the IPL. You want a good money. one though. Yeah, yeah, you want a good one. Don't yeah. don't get a, a don't no. ma- don't marry a, a cricket player that's on the fringes, Nathan. 
Because oh. then you're just watching a lot of cricket and not getting the financial benefits. Imagine that, <laughs> watching all the cricket. And there are people out there that what are watching a lot of cricket. Man, They're watching all of it. What if your perfect player? man is a cricket player but not a great cricket player? He's just a, a, a so, pretty so good cricket player. So my life is, sorry, is he financial stable, financially stable? Look, he's, he is, he's but he's not well. a millionaire. Am I making more than him? Yeah. You're making about the no. same. <laughs> <laughs> now, if I'm going to be with a cricketer and I'm going to watch amateur cricket or even good cricket, any cricket, you're going to have to make double what I'm making. Yeah, it wouldn't matter what level they're playing. You can't tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's all dumb cricket. <laughs> and finally, the West Coast fever were too yeah, good for did. the Giants, 72 out of 61. The the, the main thing of this was uh, over 11,000 people yeah, went great to crowd. watch them, which is a record. Unbelievable yeah, stuff well done. there. Great Crazy army. Stuff. Well done, guys. Good job. Got a few um, uh, suggestions this morning that I need to get on to the UFC. Stephen Erzig from WA yes. made his yes. UFC debut again over in Canada and he won his fight. So automatically he beat a top 10 op- opponent. Now he's looking mm. to Sydney, which is the next one in September, where he can fight in front of a, uh, a home crowd, which would be amazing. His, his total earnings listed at the moment says he's only made $50,000. So. Yeah. He gets himself going, mate. This could really change his life. Uh, I really love the fact that you cannot tell who's a UFC fan these days or not. Like you, back in the day, you go, "You're a UFC fan," but it's just an underground thing where it's a lot huge. of people have got like such a an interest in it. Yeah, yeah, from it all is walks, huge. Of, all walks of life. Yeah, no, you you you're bang on there, Stephen. Com- I don't know what he weighed in on the weekend, but generally he gets around at about fifty six ke- yeah. kegs. So he's little. Oh, so he fought a chicken. He's a, he's a- <laughs> He's a pocket rocket, <laughs> that's for sure. He's a banter. I, I, I dare you to say it to his face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, it's a size. I guess when you see the jockeys on yeah. TV, that's, yeah. the, that's the size. But he's, he's out there really going hard. Yeah, wow. Good on him. Well, well done, Stephen. Well yeah, done. good West Australian. Yeah. Moving on to the footy over the weekend. Obviously, it wasn't great times for both clubs. Um, cool. Starting with the West Coast Eagles, they were pathetic against um, Adelaide. But, God, it was... It was just embarrassing when you saw the lineup at the start because they were missing so many players... Yes. That, that, you know, Tex Walker kicked 10 in his 250th yeah. game, but he walks out onto the field and that and stands next to, I yeah. can't remember who's his first opponent, but he's like, oh, I hope they kick the ball anywhere near me because yeah. I'm just going to score every time. Yeah, uh, we had a very depleted back yep. line. I mean, obviously the whole team's depleted, but the back line, you know, no Barras, no Hearn. So that, uh, no McGovern. No. Without what, those three, it's a bit empty. What do you think about everyone wanting to sledge them at the moment. Um, uh, Dermot Brereton came uh, off the weekend and said um, they are not up to AFL standard, the Eagles, which, mm. of course, the lineup right now probably isn't yeah. because they're yeah. finding themselves in a very unique situation. So everyone's sort of saying the same thing, but everyone knows exactly the position they're in yeah. and what else that can they do. Yeah, it's a really what good point, though. So I totally agree with the comments that they don't have the player availability yeah, but we to know be able why. to be good. I mean, he's just taking a pot shot, basically. Well, but yeah. That's a free kick, really. Is like, that the team they would line up for? No, no. it's not. But is, is that what they have to do? Yes, it is. So I don't get why it's just still... Like, everyone knows the situation. So, you know what? There's still half a season to go. Yeah. God, I just wish I just wish the West Coast Eagles could say, oh, we're done for we're done. Yeah. Well, there was talk Take about that. Then, well, we're no. done. We're going to train for the rest of the year and there get was ready. There talk that the waffle side might have to forfeit because they don't have enough players. No. Yeah, they had a lot of discussions. Oh, they're taking them. Yeah. <laughs> they had a lot of discussions about that. So, <laughs> you, um, that? you know, hopefully over the next couple of weeks, they do believe they'll get a few players back, including <laughs> our governor. Nathan, getting back to that, though, if the Eagles have their best players playing out there. Yes. Let, let's say against any other team where they're, you know, most of the, because everyone's going to have guys yes. injured. Yes. Right? So the most yeah. of them out there. 
I think the problem is looking forward is because they never made changes to their list a couple yeah. of years ago True, for this scenario. In case of this scenario, it does kind of it's it's it is a absolute dead set excuse that they don't have the players available. Right. But if they did, I certainly believe that they weren't going to be up to it anyway. Okay. It's even a bad block. Yes. right. But they yeah. wouldn't. Yeah. They, you you wouldn't have people saying they're not up to AFL. No, no, true. They they'd just say they're too such. old and we need to get yeah. rid of some of these yeah. guys. And yeah, retire. that's right. That's what they'd be yeah. saying. It's a different, <laughs> just a different, a different theme. conversation. Yeah. Um, moving on to Fremantle and oh, being at the game, watching a bunch of guys really try hard, but stuffing it up is a bit is is more frustrating than. Than not watching an on-demand yeah. side. Yes, yeah. it is. Well, it is I know what frustrating. You're and even more so from you, because that's what we do every day. <laughs> yeah, no, it, so, so from work into uh, leisure, it's, yeah, it's horrendous. It's too much. But, but yeah, they were just making the really basic mistakes. And I was watching Justin Longmuir do his press conference afterwards, and it was really frustrating for him too, because he was talking about they planned to play Richmond doing this style of play. And what not to do is to commit too many people to a contest and then watch Richmond because the ball's eventually going to come out. So they watch basically just, run just didn't do the what they were told to do. Yeah, hundred percent. And I know guys were trying, but it just you're just watching bits of play where someone's thinking they're doing the right thing by coming crashing into a, a high ball, if you like, and missing the ball mm. instead okay. of punching it, and then oh, it goes out the back, and then they just yeah. score. And that's what Richmond are built on, particularly when it's wet weather. Yeah. And the other thing is, I think going forward, a lot of people I spoke to over the weekend changed their tips at the last moment to back Richmond because of the weather. Yeah, right. I think that's a really smart move. So far, well, in retrospect, in yes. the last couple of years, we've seen that Fremantle have lost games in the wet continuously. That's true. Last year was exactly the same. Mm. So something to go forward that they, as a football club, that's my team, need to work on. And, Are they um, still contenders, Sean, or not? As in when going deep in the finals contenders? Probably. You wouldn't want to play them. You wouldn't no, want to play Fremantle? Them. Yeah, you wouldn't yeah. want to play Fremantle in the first week of the finals because they'll probably win. But if you're not in the top four, you cannot win the premiership. Yeah. And so they're, they're not going to make the top four. They're just going to be a finals team probably mm-hmm. and they'll win the first game, I believe. And then after that, you, you get rolled. So how do you win the last quarter? <laughs> you win the last quarter. How, have you... I mean, it's like, how do you win the grand final? You win, you win the, the grand, grand final. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. You There's can't deny. One. You can't deny. Wait for September. How do you win the grand final? <laughs> going to take the world by storm. Sean Sport is a Nova podcast. For more great comedy shows like this, head to novapodcast.com.au.